right now everybody knows who Jack Harlow is. <laughs> There's probably very few people in the U.S. who don't know who Jack Harlow is. But, you know, 50, 60 years from now, that might not be the case. And, and it's funny you said that, the, you know, everybody knows who Jack Harlow is. But I always think it's funny, like, when you see those comments online or something, when someone's like, who's that? And it's like, dude, we don't know who you are. They're off in the Kentucky Derby. Interest of the greater good, we need to smoke a joint and calm down. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Ville Chillin' Podcast. Today, we decided we're going to talk about the Louisville Hometown Heroes program brought to you by the Greater Louisville Pride Foundation. We think it's a really cool program recognizing, you know, all of the people from Louisville who have done amazing things and we'll definitely get into talking about some more individual ones but it's just uh something we wanted to talk about we find it you know really cool again to recognize those people driving around downtown louisville you can see the banners displayed all over and um learn some history of louisville that you might not have known before because i definitely don't know who a lot of the people are that they've recognized right we definitely know some of them there's a lot of them we don't. It's real random. Like you'll be riding past, and some of them are are very recognizable, and then some of them, it's like you know, I think I know that person, or you know, there is a story about you know why they're on there, and you know. yeah, yeah, it's it really makes you appreciate where we're from. You know, there's just so many people who have been recognized just because in our generation, there's only there's a few names that come to mind. There's so many people from out, throughout history who deserve recognition and who have brought and shined a good light on our city. So definitely, and the ones that stick out usually, you know, more entertainers, right? You know, so you you got the the people that you you see on TV every day that you know I, I recognize that person, but there there's a lot of people, um, you know, from the city that have made some amazing achievements as far as like science and medical and just like history in general so it's really cool to kind of dive in there and figure out you know who these people are absolutely and with that you want to just jump straight in see who some of the heroes are yeah definitely all right so this is just the list that the website currently has up and one thing cool to note before we get into it is it started in 2002 I didn't realize it had been going that long. Of course, I wasn't driving in 2002 either. So once I started driving, you know, I started noticing them more. But it's just crazy that it's actually been, it was that it was founded that long ago. Well, and I guess it started just, it started with Muhammad Ali, right? Like, because when you think of Louisville and of course, of of course, the GOAT, you know, it's Muhammad yeah. Ali. So I think it wasn't even, it wasn't even, I don't think it was supposed to be a, a program like this it wasn't supposed to be you know a following it was just something to honor you know the great you know the great muhammad ali and then it expanded on that of other heroes yeah i mean time. when you look at the list there's definitely some people we can recognize like you said muhammad ali you got colonel sanders represented <laughs> you got denny crumb a great one huh? <laughs> and then of course jennifer lawrence i mean there's t- just so many names here so many people that have shined attention and these are just some of the biggest uh, you know that have been around in our generation 
Right, and then there's other ones I don't recognize. I don't know that dude number eleven. He looks kind of like Al Bundy. Who's that? Number eleven. <laughs> yeah, the football player. <laughs> Which one are you talk up here? Yeah, I used to play at Pokai, dude. Four touchdowns, oh, no, one no. game. <laughs> That's Phil. Phil Martin Sims. So it says Phil. Phil was born on a farm in Springfield, Kentucky, and grew up in Louisville. In the early 1970s, he was quarterback for the Southern High School Trojans. Oh, you know what? That's on Southern High School. I have seen that one. My dad used to talk about that. My dad went to high school like back in that time. So you again, one of these ones like you ride past all the time, and yeah, and I just it, you know, you just see it, and it's it's really awesome that this foundation takes the time to do this. And and I mean Philip, that, that story sounds very familiar. So I think Al Bundy like owes you some like royalties or something. I don't know. Like that's <laughs> he played pro ball for 14 years. It says with the Giants, it was one of the most memorable performances in the Super Bowl. Was that 21 in 1987? Completed 22 of 25 passes. Awesome. Oh yeah, and then like I said, it's crazy because as soon as I saw Southern High School, I was like, no, I know this story. Again, my dad talked about it whenever he would be driving us past, and yeah. oh yeah, awesome. Um, I mean, oh, just another. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, Ruddle Stitch over the course of professional boxing career that included only thirty-four fights, he won twenty-seven matches, thirteen by knockout. From between 1956 and 1960, so that's just another prominent Louisville boxer that I didn't really know about and wouldn't know about if it wasn't for this, these people, this foundation, you know, mm-hmm. making it known. Yeah, we definitely got to dive more into that on one of the future episodes too. Is uh, you know, obviously Louisville has a, a strong you know uh, boxer community and just you know fighting MMA community, so we'll definitely have to look into that some more. Uh, and it. It's kind of tragic, apparently. It says at the height of his career, so he had just gotten started, he died while trying to save a friend from drowning in the Ohio River. So somebody who really could have gone far and really carried that boxing legacy for Louisville like Muhammad Ali did, you know? Taken too soon. There's so many, just so many different people so many people. I mean, we obviously don't have time to read all of them. Uh, son of Austrian scissor grinder, Victor headed out to Hollywood in 1932 at the age of 19 after appearing in more than 60 community playhouse productions in Pasadena. His breakthrough film roles came in 1939 when he was cast as a caveman in Hal Roach's fantasy epic 1 million BC in the 1940s and 1950s. So another big actor that, because it wasn't during our generation, we would have never known about, you know? Well, and again, you know, like, on top of like, you know, we just talking about like boxing or whatever, like Louisville has a, a very strong, you know, actor community too, like they, with the actors theater and, you know, just different roles like that, so it's, it's in our history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a ton of little theaters around Louisville, and I mean, it's funny because you, anybody we've talked to on the show, it pretty much relates some way to theater, so <laughs> right. theater and like entertainment. entertainment. So, right. well, and, and that's why I guess we kind of recognize some of the people that were on the banners more so like for the entertainment. But it's really amazing too. Like when you look more into, it, there are some like scientists and doctors and stuff, and 
it goes a little bit further about like some of the innovations that's happened, you know, here in the Ville. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Louisville has such a rich history that isn't really capitalized upon in a lot of ways, I guess, or it doesn't feel like it compared to so many other major cities. Well, and one thing that I guess kind of happened in between that, you know, after they kind of built a, a lot of the banners back in, I guess, I guess like 2017, there was like a hiatus because I, I think two parts play a role, played a role. I don't know if it was like partially uh, funding, but also like real estate because they was having trouble finding buildings to put these banners on, um, which, uh, you know, everybody wants to support the community and stuff, but, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to, you know, find, find those resources to make that happen. And then in, uh, I, I guess it was about a year or two ago, they, they started doing it again. Mm-hmm. And with that, like, what was happening was that they took a lot of banners down, like, retired them, um, and then replaced them, too. Like, some of them, like, of Ali, like, he's never coming down. They're always going to have the Muhammad, uh, Muhammad Ali banner. Yeah. Uh, what they did is they just, like, revamped it up and just, yeah. like, made it better because, you know, they do it. fade yeah. over time. Yeah, a lot of sun exposure and everything. Yep. But, yeah, it, it's really cool. To me, in my mind, like, if I owned a building, I don't see why I wouldn't want that. Like, I'd be proud to show that. But I guess everybody's perspective is different. Well, um, and with a lot of businesses, they might not necessarily own the real estate. So it might be one of those true. things where... A company it, in California might own the real estate. And well, just even if it really. is local, it might be something where, well, you know, they might want to resell it later or something like that. And it doesn't make sense to put that up if they're... You know, if it's only like a, a six month to a year lease or whatever it is. Um, so that might be one of the issues why they was having this might might be one of the reasons they was having issues from like finding the actual real estate, but um they was able to uh, I guess secure the funding and, you know, find enough people to support it to really revamp it up, you know, in the last couple of years. Yeah, and that's really cool. You know, speaking of the last couple of years, just scrolling this website, we can see that you know, it was it was literally talking about these last few people in that article. I was just kind of scrolling through. These were the last ones back in 2017 that came up. You know, Alberta Jones, who was huge attorney and civil rights leader. And, you know, we have these, these, like I said, these were from like 2017. And so we know that there have been others since then, right, that aren't on the website. And it'd be really cool. And if they'd be able to work on the website, but to your point, it's all about strategizing and, you know, prioritizing, making sure they can keep the program going and actually make it make sense. But to me, like when you drive past those banners, people need to find a way to find out more information about these people. And when you're just driving by, it's hard to really know who they're talking about, you know? Um, So it'd be really cool to see them. It those newer people added to the website, people like Jack Harlow, you know. Yeah, he he had an amazing acceptance speech. I mean, definitely, like he's he's always you know supporting the city and stuff. And you're right, like the speech, um, you could tell like he he appreciated it. Like it wasn't. He said it was more important. I think he said more important than if he got like a Grammy, Grammy or something. Yep. Like that's. Yeah, he appreciates the city so much, and he does so much for the city. You know, he started programs within his first couple of years of success he was starting foundations to give back to the city and to the children of the city and everything else so it's really awesome to see him getting that recognition 
but again, and of course, the thing is, everybody knows right now. Everybody knows who Jack Harlow is. <laughs> There's probably very few people in the U.S. who don't know who Jack Harlow is. But you know, fifty, sixty years from now, that might not be the case. And so, if somebody drives past a banner, if that banner's still up, it'd be cool. You know, we to have the website updated to include those people, and then the new people that they announced this year. You know what I mean? Definitely. And, and it's funny you said that, the, you know, everybody knows who Jack Harlow is, which, you know, locally, I think everybody should. You know, if you're in Louisville, you should know who Jack Harlow is. But I always think it's funny, like, when you see those comments online or something, when someone's like, who's that? And it's like, dude, it took you longer to type that than it did to Google him because we don't know who you are. Yeah, like, it, that's the point. Nobody knows who you are. Right, like, no, outside of your friends and family, nobody knows who you right. are. Millions of people in the world know right. who Jack Harlow is. Yeah. Millions <laughs> of people know who Jennifer Lawrence is. And, you know, across the world so <laughs> especially like it's like this is the third time we've seen you post this like you know who jack harlow is we just you're just not happy with your life yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. thank you jack harlow for you know bringing attention to the city like absolutely we need it. <laughs> and again if you haven't heard his acceptance speech you should listen to it it was really cool he the way he just worded it you know saying it's not even a he doesn't even like purposely try to shout out the city it's just who he is he represents yes. us so well when he recognizes the you know What's popping can come and go, right? right. Like, why, you know, it's a great song, amazing song. He's an amazing artist, but he understands like what got him there had a lot to do with you know where he came from, and he shouts it out. He said uh, in that acceptance speech, he, or in that acceptance speech, like like it was a reward, uh, award because it was um, being honored by the city with these banners. He he was saying like growing up, he thought about like Ludacris and you know uh, Kendrick Lamar outcast yes all all these cats that would shout out their 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 cities and he's like you know like that's what you're supposed to do so, that's being an MC that's yes. hip hop yeah definitely so we it'd be awesome once they you know update it and you know have him on there and then um and that was just uh, last year a couple of years ago so you yeah. know now we even have more people that we can you know recognize yeah speaking of 2024 the hometown heroes class and speaking of Jack Harlow the first one mentioned on the list down here is Static Major. You know, yes. If anybody was going to be blessed with a Static Major beat, I'm glad it was Jack Harlow. It was perfect. You know, like, and, and it's <laughs> Jack Harlow and Bryson Tiller definitely did what they needed to do to represent Louisville on a Static Major beat. And if you don't know who Static Major is, he had so many songs but his most famous one from i guess our neighbor our generation was lollipop by lil wayne and then of course he produced hits for Aaliyah, genuine and destiny's child yeah you can't you like when you think of that that early 2000s uh sound you know a lot of it had to do with static major um and, and you made a good point bryson tiller is he on is he on the banner yet like I, no not that i know of he doesn't have one no Next year. But he's been sure. a major R&B representative of the city for a long time now. And that's why him and Jack Harlow were the perfect people to throw on a beat by a static major. R.I.P. Man. And then, you know, moving on from music and entertainment, like you mentioned, we've had a lot of people, perform, you know, credited with medical and technological advances here in the city and one being honored this year is Dr. Alan Lansing, who performed the first kidney transplant in Kentucky and the first spleen transplant in the world. And the second artificial heart in Louisville, apparently. So pretty, pretty amazing work being done. 
in multiple fields across the city. Yep. To, yeah, to be able to do that, like that makes you very thankful too to be, you know, be here, you know, be here in Louisville because you know, like if if something, you know, major happens or whatever, like they have those those medical procedures or whatever, like from, you know, amazing doctors like, you know, Dr. Alan Lansing to, you know, make sure you're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. We we have some world class surgeons and doctors working in our city like there's been times where i want to go you know i love kentucky in general you know of, of course the ville but kentucky in general and there's been times where i want to you know kind of move out you know out a little bit further out you know eastern kentucky or something but then i'm like man uh, I, I like being kind of closer to these doctors right here you know in the ville. they they know what they're doing <laughs> yeah especially as we get older you know you start thinking right. a little bit more about medical and access to medical <laughs> yeah 20's getting rough <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man and then we got Rajon Rondo of course Louisville native and record breaking UK player went on to the NBA for 18 years so he really he's it, not a card but he's cool <laughs> you know? right he, he was UK but I mean that whole era of you know, UK basketball was pretty wild. You know, there were so many players just going straight to the NBA after a couple of years, and I think I'm pretty sure he was one of them. I'm not the biggest, you know, basketball football fan, but you, if you're from Louisville and you heard people talking in that era, you know the name Rayshon Rondo, and definitely doing a lot about you know make going to that next level, going to the NBA. Like that's that's amazing. Like, Takes a lot of perseverance, and dedication. Yep. Yeah. What's the statistics? Like it's crazy to be able to you know make that achievement because there's so many people you know trying to do that for him to be able to do it you know especially from growing up right here in the villa that's awesome absolutely and you know more sports recognition coach howard schnellenberger who was a trailblazing university of louisville coach and a high school a flagate high school grad famously known for (laughs) building back the cards football program to prominence so it says under his coaching, the school won their fourth and fifth bowl games in school history. So we definitely, you know, we, we spoke about theater. We spoke about music. We spoke about, you know, boxing. We spoke about basketball and football and medical. Everything's coming out of the bill. Even Mildred and Patty Hill. Dude. <laughs> Which if you it says if you've ever sang Happy Birthday, then you know who they are. That's they, my jam. They compose the I whole listen melody. to it at least like once or twice a year. <laughs> like, it's a really good song. Oh man. They're even in the uh Songwriters Hall of Fame though, which is pretty cool, you know, to to have somebody from Louisville there. Dude, their copyright is extreme. Like is have, you, have you heard you haven't heard about like the, the happy no. birthday like in movies, they don't sing like if you listen back, like have like if you listen to movies or like TV shows and shit, like they they don't say sing happy birthday. They they're like, we wish you a happy birthday or some stuff. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Is just they like, have to edit it because that uh that uh royalties a lot. <laughs> like they yeah, I didn't know that. That's interesting though. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve it though. Repping the bill. <laughs> Look, man. It, Louisville is so musically inclined, Master P chose to move here, okay? From a a city like New Orleans, a state like Louisiana, home of the blues, home of so much rap and hip-hop, he came here. So, I mean, what... 
Well, I think what I, I think he was saying like he felt welcomed here or whatever. So like after Katrina, yeah, and he he gave it back tenfold. Like he supported Louisville amazingly. Oh yeah, oh yeah, still does. And then last for the 2024 class, we have John Brown Jr. and former Mrs. Eleanor Brown. Jay Brown? <laughs> the late governor and his first wife funded Actors Theater. So again, going back going to back. the theater. <laughs> uh, helped save the downtown YMC, YMCA. Goodness. And they were instrumental in the development of the Kentucky Center for the Arts and the Ali Center. So just so many... Things that we just hear about on a daily basis, doing so much for the city to this day, they had a hand in developing. So honestly, it's almost arguable that without their influence, like this whole banner program, who knows? You know, I mean, it surely it would have happened anyways, but those theaters and centers do so much to continuing to develop the talent of Louisville in those areas. Really awesome. Really cool to see. And I mean, as we were reading some of the other names um, that are on the website, they're not all necessarily from Louisville, it sounded like. You know, they lived here for a part of their life and they came here. Um, But it just shows that all of Kentucky really has a lot of talent to shine on. Yeah, well, even like, I don't think Colonel Sanders is from here, I don't think. I think he's from like Southern Indiana or, you know, Either way, like he definitely represents and supported the Ville enough to, you know, why wouldn't we shout him out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's so many names to be said on here that we do know are from Louisville, but there's definitely some that aren't. And I mean, we've even some names that we would love to see on here, you know, people that we know are from here, like Hunter S. Thompson. Dude, where's Hunter S. Thompson? I mean, he's been. He has been featured on numerous buildings throughout the city, but it's usually small businesses choosing to put a mural like on his face. Like art and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, but it hasn't been on the, you know, Kentucky banners. Yeah. The Louisville banners. So it'd be really cool to see that. And then there's so many other people from Kentucky who have represented Kentucky. You know, I mean, obviously we've talked about it in our previous episode. You have people like Johnny Depp, you know, Jim Varney. Who grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s and never saw an Ernest movie? You know what I mean? Or doesn't know who Ernest that is. That was a jam. Everybody knows who Ernest is. And then like Edgar Casey, And that's just a few that we've actually talked about. We know there's so many more people just that deserve to be honored. And I mean, obviously, they can only do so many banners a year. But that's why I think it's really cool that they've done the program and that they were able to bring it back. You know, keep recognizing the people. Because there are so many people from Kentucky who probably had a huge influence in Louisville and on Louisville just based in doing what they, they've done. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, a lot of it's like that inspiration, too. Like, when, you know, a little kid, you know, ride, rides past some of these banners, you know, it gives them inspiration and lets them know that, you know, you can do that, too. Right? Like, you you could be you know, the greatest, you know, boxer of all time. You could be an amazing actor, artist, or musician, or not just the greatest boxer of all time, just the greatest of all time. The great of all time. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. no, You corrected it. You corrected it. Hey, (laughs) Oh man, you got to give the goat, the, the, the goat. (laughs) 
but yeah, it's it really is amazing. And like you said, it it really helps kids believe in themselves. You know that just some kid from Louisville was able to grow up and achieve those dreams. I mean, like we were saying earlier, the Phil Sims he was he went to Southern High School. You know, I grew up right next to Southern High School. I grew up right in Oklahoma. And so it it really does mean that much. It's really cool. Definitely, yeah. So can't wait to you know can't wait to see. Uh, they're about to release the banners uh, for for this class this year. Uh, it's gonna be awesome to you know ride past see those ones, but can't wait to see uh, who the next nominations are and who who they bring up next year. And I think some of the news stories said that they had like thirty plus submissions and they had to narrow it down to like six. So who knows how, you know, that whole process goes. They probably try to represent multiple areas of different things, you know, from theater to sports to medical and all that stuff. And maybe that's how they decide to narrow it down. I don't, you know, we don't know what their process is, but it will be cool to see those up and around the city and definitely can't wait to see who gets recognized as time goes on. Definitely. I guess with that, man, you got anything else you want to add before we close it out? No, I think we covered it. You know, excited to see what they come up with next year. All right. I guess with that one, check out some of our People of Kentucky episodes. Learn a little bit more about who we have talked about. Uh, a few of them aren't on this list. Um, and, you know, if you don't want to watch the YouTube version, we're on anywhere you can get your podcast from. So with that, we'll catch you next time and see you all later. Yeah. They're off in the Kentucky Derby. Interest of the greater good. We just smoke a joint and calm down.